Yes, ma'am. Yes, the recording is in progress because we're doing another episode. Oh, stop me if I've heard this. Oh, stop me. What? Stop me. <laughs> stop me if I forget I what this is about. Oh, Hi, everybody. Hi. We are Zooming today for a reason. Yes, we are. Um, like to talk about I that? contracted, yeah, I contracted COVID uh, last week. Um, and uh, just as, and I'm going to say, I, it was, I started getting sick the day I got my second booster. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought so it was a probably, reaction to the booster. Exactly, I thought it was I'm a reaction sure. to the booster. Yeah. I mean, that's logical. I was fine up until then. Sure, I could and, see that. And, uh, but I had worked, I had worked on Sunday up in Tacoma and, um, I'd had my mask on, but people wanted to take pictures without masks and, yeah. and you're like, no tongues. Yeah. No tongues. Anyway. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, right. Well, but there was that one. And then, um, <laughs> but, um, so I got started getting a little, just a little funny feeling on Tuesday night. So Wednesday morning I tested and it was negative. And, uh, but by Tuesday, by Wednesday, and I had a show, I had to drive Wednesday and I had a show up again up in Tacoma that I masked the whole time. And I drove up there, but I had tested negative. So I thought, okay, well, anyway, so I stay away from people I did sell some bags, but I wore my mask and I told people to use the hand sanitizer and everything else anyway. Um, <clears throat> and I drove home and I felt like crap and uh, got up uh, Thursday morning and tested negative again. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and I thought, okay, well, is this is a bad cold. And there is that bad cold going around. There's colds out there. There's a cold. Yeah, everybody's been quarantined for so long that, you know, people are susceptible to colds. I mean, there's a cold out there. So anyway, so uh, Friday I had another show and I also had a family get together that I had to go, I was supposed to go over and help and I felt kind of crappy. In fact, I felt real crappy, but not, you know, not devastated. And, um, but anyways, so I tested again before I ventured out and right. I tested negative. So I yeah. told my family, I have a cold, no hugging, no getting close. Yeah, I'm masking yeah. up, blah, blah, blah. So doing everything you can uh, possibly do to stay safe and keep other people. Right. Safe. And did the show the night that night over at revolution hall, which was a lot of fun. I worked with a great comic by Latin, by the name of Lachlan Patterson. Wonderful. Yes. I believe I've worked Wonderful with him com- and he was funny. Very funny. Very funny. Very, very funny. And, um, anyway, and, uh, masked up, told everybody I have a cold, you know, I tested negative, but everybody be cautious. <clears throat> Saturday morning got up and felt like crap and tested again and I was positive. Wow. <clears throat> That's really interesting that it took that long. Yeah. For it to become actual COVID. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And I, so then I, I, I actually, my family wanted me to go make sure that I didn't do it wrong, which I can understand them. They know me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, 
I, uh, I, I made an appointment at urgent care and uh, went in and the first thing they asked is that, did you test this morning? Yes. Was it positive? Yes. We're not going to test you again. Uh-huh. They, wow. they won't test you again because uh, 99% of those tests that they give us in the mail that, you know, we got or that you can buy are correct. Yeah. Uh, at least there, yeah. if it's a positive reading. If it's a positive reading, it's correct. Yeah. So it's like she yeah. said, yeah. no, here you got to isolate for five days. I thought, from when? Well, she said, since you, you didn't, you know, you should do it now. So I'm, I'm isolating. And I'm, yeah. um, and I'm uh, you know, though, and I felt, listen, it's like the 80s again, calling him up, calling, you know, a date up and going, look it, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you have I a mean, problem taking pills? It's really, it, it is, it's really yeah. scary. It's, it's, and it's really nerve wracking uh, yeah, to actually have, have, have to tell people yeah. I exposed you to COVID. Yeah, no kidding, But, right? you know, and I, I cried and cried. I exposed my sweet family. Yeah. My 77 year old brother. And, yeah. you know, and my nieces. And I just was like, so I felt so bad and I still feel really bad. And I, but they're, they're all testing negative and okay. they're going to keep testing all week. Yeah. And, um, I said, don't just stop. You got to keep testing. Yeah. You know? Right. So, um, anyway, they, um, so, uh, I told everybody, I told everybody, I told all the people I worked with, I told, yeah. You know, I, and I was, I said, this is really hard. And, um, my buddy, uh, our buddy, Susan Jones, uh, right. really talked, she talked me off the ledge. I mean, she, she's, she really helped with some really sound advice. She says, listen, this is what it is now. Yeah. It's not like, it's not if it's when yeah, we're, we're right, all, yeah. we're all going to get it. And it's like, but the good news is, is that we've taken care of ourselves with vaccines that we won't die. Yeah. And it's like having a bad cold. That's the main thing. So if you got it and you passed it to Catherine, it's unfortunate. But guess what? You guys are going to be fine. And you feel like you have a bad cold or an average cold? Just... Uh, you know, it's a, for about an hour and a half a day. It feels like a bad cold, uh-huh. but the rest of the time, I'm functional. Yeah, I'm fuzzy. I'm very fuzzy, though. Right. I can't make a lot of really good decisions, <laughs> and I, 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 you know. But um, yeah, it's like having a cold that just kind of lingers. It didn't go to my chest, which I'm grateful for. Yeah, really, right? It's it's pretty much, and I didn't sneeze. A, I did not sneeze a lot. I sneezed like four times. Yeah, and I just feel tired. Okay, and I feel. Uh, I get a headache, and at night I get stuffed up, and I take care of it with a little Vicks on my upper lip, mm-hmm. and a little saline in my nostrils, and a little Tylenol, and I'm yeah. good to go. Well, I'm so sorry that the, it happened. It, you know, it's you had to make the tough decision to get out and work, 
and I have to work. You expose yeah. yourself to And somebody. that's what everybody else is making those decisions now. Yeah. They're having to make those decisions. Yeah, they have to. And that's why it's spreading. But part of the deal is, okay, it's going to spread because people have to work. People have got to go back to work, yeah. And they're vaccinated and they trust their vaccines and they will take care of it if it if it comes up. You have to and it's five days. Five days. And there's a varying degrees of people being careful out there, too. You know, 50 yeah. 50 who's wearing a mask in the store still. And uh, I guarantee yeah. by summer we're going to be back to masks. We're going to yeah, be back maybe, to masks by maybe, June. I, I don't know. I don't think people are going to do that. I think. Oh, I think, I think we're going to have to. all wear because, masks to begin with. And now, you know, the ones But the East Coast is, to, East Coast is, I mean. Yeah, Philadelphia, New York, they're like, yep, yeah, yeah, put them back on, strap them on, everybody. When people start calling in sick because of COVID again, yeah, right. and the productivity goes down, yeah. trust me, they'll go back to masks. Uh, yeah. You know, and, Maybe, and any, any person my age issue, should right? be wearing a mask. Any person, I know, I, we hate Zoom because we talk over each other. I'm so sorry, Art. Um, any person our age going into a public place should just be wearing a mask. Right. It's just, it's <clears> just, <throat> it's stupid not to. Yeah, I'm certainly wearing one. I want to go to the store now. So do I. I wear it all the I time. Just, uh, you know, in... Mm. I haven't got any funny looks from it yet because there's still, like I say, 50-50 people are wearing them and... Uh, I don't do think anybody's going to give a shit about masks anymore. I think that that I think that is going to be over. We'll see. And now if, it's, it's our choice. I'm going to Medford in May, so we'll see if I wear a mask around in public <laughs> down there, what kind of looks I get if I try to wear one into the comedy room, uh, you know, before I go on stage. We'll oh, see. I would mar- I would definitely wear. That's a low ceiling. You oh, got to yeah. wear a mask in yeah, that that's room. That's not no matter a comedy what, yeah. room. It's a petri dish. And take your own. Take your own mic. <laughs> you know that's a good idea. I, I will do that. Take your own mic. I yeah. took my own mic too, um, up yeah. to Tacoma that night. They don't touch. Because we talked about touch that. Theirs. <laughs> That's we been my comedy to... rule for a long time. Don't touch mine. I won't touch yours. So. <laughs> oh, and I'm just the opposite. Let me touch yours. <laughs> <laughs> let's make it a group thing. <laughs> really? Let's. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yours is much firmer than mine. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, shape. it's. Uh, so and I felt like a pariah. Yeah, typhoid my, Susan. Nobody I, <laughs> I know. What what'd we call? What'd you call me? Typhoid Susan. Yeah, typhoid Susan. <laughs> I, I named myself Super Spreader Sus. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You know, it's and that's the part that I worry about as much as getting sick, and I do worry about getting sick because of my lungs and heart. But giving it to someone else that I care about. You know, it's just, and I, can I tell you, um, we did our family Zoom yesterday. Uh, there's yeah. two COVID cases in my dad's uh, uh, retirement community now. Yeah. And um, he had a really chesty cough while we were talf- talking. Oh, no. He's 99. So, that, you know, that every time he coughed, it, it just sent chills down my, you know, in me. Yeah. And it's like, God, dad. I was like, Dad, are you going to do a home test kit? Oh, no, the nurse will be by tomorrow. I'm like, God, I really wish you would. So I get a call well, him today and see I, how he's feeling. Yeah. Did they call you today? I got to call him today and ask him how he's doing, oh. how he's feeling, and if the nurse is I would by. call the nurse. Yeah. I, I, don't well, know if, I don't know if your dad would tell you. He would tell us. He would tell us for sure. Absolutely. 
Um, and God, just fingers crossed. I hope it's just a cold. And he, you know, at 99, he's, I don't want to hear him have a cold either. But he's, I, he's getting he's, something. He, right. He's I only know. getting it from there. He doesn't go oh, anywhere. Yeah. He doesn't talk to anyone else. He got it from the place. Right. Somebody brought it in. So somebody gave him at least a cold. And God, well, I hope that's all it is. I really do. It, it scares do, the crap out yeah, of me. Yeah, I do though. too. Yeah, I know. You know it's it really and does. even a cold at his age is dangerous. Yeah, but um, I mean, I mean, he's had them before, certainly recently in the last few years. It scares me, and you know, it's just still out there. I think we all kind of need to relax about it. We've needed to just, you know, it's been such a stressor for so long now. We all well, need to kind of take a breath. Trouble is, if you're going to do that, don't breathe. You know, <laughs> exactly. Don't breathe in. Exactly. It's okay to breathe I, out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <clears throat> but I uh, and I feel bad because if I contracted it, yeah, uh, the Sunday before we had our we, we did yeah. a podcast. You came over here on I Monday. Came over Monday. So yeah, you told me that, and I uh, did the home kit, and it was negative. Um, I've only done it once. Maybe I should keep at it. I don't have any symptoms though, and I had been vaccinated like almost a couple of weeks before our podcast well yeah so I, the still, vaccine had a chance to really get into my vein and it's fresh and strong so i i feel like i probably am safe but I'll, you know i'll test again it was just well the sure. thing about it is is the vaccines are vaccines but the yeah. the virus is the virus it's yeah. you, you can still get it no yeah, matter what even your vaccine but what's you know what's the blessing is is what's 700 million people in this country have died oh i think it's a million it's a million now that's up to a million now i could be it's, wrong but i heard that number see and we have i mean yeah i feel i feel really lucky yeah right i feel really grateful yeah. that i was able to get the vaccines yeah right me too, me too. <clears throat> and that i'm not gonna and my brother is vaccinated you know yeah. fully vaccinated with four, with two boosters and my yeah. My nieces are vaccinated, and you know Martha, my brother's uh, companion, is is vaccinated, and you know, and I felt bad that they had to go through the test thing, but you know, something that's going to be the way that we have to live now it's for a while. Be Everybody every has year. to have a lot of tests at home. You just have to have them. And I think we need uh, every six months the vaccines available if they really want to bring this thing to an end. You know, the, the thing that got me yesterday, I was just listening to, listening to Meet the Press yesterday, and they were talking what? about, uh, there was a Democratic <laughs> senator talking about a bill that he's sponsored to utilize the vaccines the government has already bought and paid for, but don't have anybody to give it to because nobody else wants them at this point. So they wanted to use them overseas to these countries where people haven't yes. even gotten their first vaccine. And the Republicans are putting their foot down. They're, oh, no, this is going to cost money. I can't remember who, which Republican said, uh, you know, well, my constituents are over it. It's like, real? you know what? No, they're not. They might think they're over it. Your constituents, as, half of your constituents have died. Yeah, yeah as long as people in uh, India are still getting sick, there's going to be new variants. As long as people in Malaysia are getting sick, there's going to be new, new COVIDs just Ukraine did not have Nobody's enough vaccines, it. and their population was a, the, it was a small percentage of them had been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, you know, it's so just, send it, you know, we need to send to it to Poland. Live. Send it to Poland and send it around the world. Use those vaccines. And what's going to happen now, because they're being stubborn assholes, uh, these vaccines are going to expire and they're going to go bad. Of course they are. Of course because, they are. Because, you know, God forbid we help people with nothing. We're not getting anything back, even though we are getting something back from it. We're keeping other viruses from coming at us. Right. Just that short-term reptilian thinking. Just right. that, no, I am not going to help someone if they, they wanted that they should have, blah, blah, blah. You know, just all the all the lame arguments that they use for everything. It, it, why would it become political? It's not political wanting to stay alive. <laughs> no, it should never have been politicized. No, ever. Exactly, right. Ever. But it, it was. Start. You know, it, any start. little thing that these children have to jump on and go, neener, neener, big fat wiener. Anyway, yeah, that's... um. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe our next <clears throat> podcast will just be us just ranting about politics. That's pretty much been the last four years. It's been some of that. <laughs> if people can yeah. handle that, then they know what they're getting. They'll tune in. And they'll, I know. They'll I know. Their... Gee, where would people hear somebody rant about politics? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, okay. I, this is this is this is a funny story about it though. It's because you know. Um, I, Friday night, driving home from the gig, uh, I I left early because I was just going, okay, I don't feel well. This is not where I should be. So, and I would, I had distanced myself from everybody and I wasn't going to sit around with a meet and greet afterwards because I thought that wasn't a very smart idea. Yeah. And so I, I was leaving and I was over in Southeast Portland and I'm coming down Grand towards, um, you know, and it's a, it was a three lanes coming one way, coming down towards, you know, uh-huh. I'm going, I'm going to go out and uh, catch the freeway anyway. So I'm, I'm driving and everybody's driving fast, going by me and honking at me. And uh-huh. I got people flashing <laughs> lights. I thought, what the hell is wrong with you people? I'm driving in my lane. I'm fine. And I looked at the speedometer and I was doing 20. 20. So you're like, you're like Mr. Magoo. I was you're doing 20 miles an hour. <laughs> and people were just like honking at me. Hey, and I'm going, everybody. What? I'm doing fine. What the fuck is, what did I do? What's the big anyway, hurry? <laughs> you know, and I got really upset. I almost started crying. Go, what? Did I, what? What are you? Why are you? Because I was just me. so I was sick, yeah, and then I, I yeah. started laughing, going, "I'm doing 20 miles an hour. <laughs> what the hell's wrong?" Oh, and so I thought, I better not take the freeway. I'm not taking the freeway because I don't know if I can handle the freeway. Yeah, 20, so I took 20 is okay the street on a road side street, but not on the freeway. Yeah, I took I took the street road home. I just went. I, I, I'm just gonna go the back way, so I, uh-huh. I can do 20 miles an hour if I want to, <laughs> well, without people yelling at me. So, kind of like cheap drugs. Then you know you you got a nice little buzz going. I, no, I'm I've sorry, really tried though. to I'm avoid so all that, but this. I wish Boy, I we get, could have. I, get, I wish you could have avoided it completely. You know, you've been careful, but you have to work. You you have needed well, I, to get back. I, I have you to go work. broke. Yeah. I have to work. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I might have, I'm, I'm taking work again. I, yeah, you know, I took I one know. of your gigs <laughs> for one thing. And I appreciate it because uh-huh. I, yeah, but you have to go to Estacada. So I, yeah, not Estacada. only would I, yeah. not only would I mask up, I would probably put some kind of, I would wear a hazmat. I think I'd go hazmat. I think all, I'm going to put a condom over the mic. 
they have the mic condoms. They have oh, take they? your mic with you. Just take your mic with you. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, I know, um, but uh, you know, I need to get back out there and work too because I can just feel it. It's like a muscle that's just withering away. If you don't work, you lose it. So I'm, I'm listening to my old sets and uh, you know remembering the bits, the taglines, and the timing and so forth. And right now to set because I've got to do an hour now. You know that one set we worked together for your birthday. I did twenty or eighteen actually, and I felt like, well, I guess that's all I've got. You know, <laughs> so. Oh, no, I didn't think you had. No, that was such a great set. That was a fabulous set. That was a good set. It was a good night. Uh, but I want to um, figure out a, what hour to do and not have to do all the old, old bits that I was doing back in the Reagan era. That's the, you know, that's what I'm just now starting to, I started laughing because I, I bragged the other day and I went, why am I bragging? I'm not doing, uh, <clears throat> uh I got somebody asked me, you know, hey, are you available for this date? And it's a room I've worked a lot. A lot. And yeah. I went, well, I'm available. Uh, and I said, and I said, and I have new, I have, I have a new hour. And, and he went, wow. I went, well, is he, okay, well, it's kind of, well, <laughs> I got 10, I got 10 new minutes. 10 new minutes. <laughs> I think I have 10 new minutes. But anyway, yeah, it's really hard to build the, uh, to get the, mine is still not where it needs to be. People don't I realize that writing new material takes time, not only to write it, but to work it, to work it out on stage. It takes you hours and hours to come up with a joke after you boil down all the bad material and to the only the good material, and then you hone that. It takes hours to come up with a good joke. Well, it does. Yeah, it and takes to come a up lot. With a new and hour. You have to work it. You have to work it until it's. Unless you're Maria Bamford, you know, somebody like that who just breezes through town once every year with a brand new, complete new hour of wonderful material. You know, I asked her once, and I and yeah. I meant this, and we were talking when we, I worked with her in, in Spokane because, you know, she's. I said, you're so prolific. And she said, I said, do you find that, do you think your show now, your your hour your new hour is as good as that first hour mm, that you ever question, had and yeah. she said no right you'll never have that first hour again yeah the one that you worked it and worked yeah, it right. and worked it and worked it until yeah. it was just perfect yeah. because you t it took years to get That's there true, yeah now she says you have to crank them out Every year, you got to have a you're new going hour. Back to the same club, yeah. And if you don't, and if you're not, if you, you know, yeah, you're going to lose fans if they <clears> see the same material. Well, it's it's kind of the and and it's good. I mean, you know, it's yeah, pushes she us. and Jack. She and Jackie are very very proficient in in yeah. in writing. Yeah. But um, it's just not. It's never that. Jackie Cation, for those of you that didn't yeah, know, who Jackie that was. Cation, yeah. yeah, Jackie Cation, yeah, Jackie Cation and Maria, amazing so comedy it, writer, it's, yeah. Yeah, both of them. But yeah, both of them. it's interesting that, you know, because she's doing more character. She's more characterized now than she was her first, mm, her first hour. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, what else I've noticed? Uh, because I've been watching a lot of comedy specials lately. It's, uh, I'm still a fan, you know, 38 mm -hmm. years or whatever it's been. Yeah, me later. too. I'm still a big fan. And um, I've noticed that, like, 
the really, really top-notch comics, uh, I've been watching a lot of Nate Bargatze lately, who I just really admire. I just his Yeah, I wish we, subtle, should, we had gone to see him. He was here. Yeah, me too. His, his very subtle delivery, and is so clever, and he's got a character and a voice. Part of me, though, wonders if he were doing that same act now in a little club somewhere, how it would work. Because you see them do these big stages full of room of people that know them <coughs> and they're mm-hmm. fans already. They right. can do the That's most what, subtle yeah. little phrasing and a subtle little lift of an eyebrow and everybody will get it because they know they have a point of reference. But, you know, when you're starting out and you're swinging away, you know, in little nightclubs with pool tables, you can't afford to be too subtle. It's not going to work. It doesn't play as well. Yeah, and he'll he'll never play those again. But the thing about it is, is that, and that's what Maria and I, I mean, you know, I think we talked about the fact that maybe the, um, they're already fans. They're already the fans. You walked out there and they're already fans. Yeah, right. And so they're going to, you get a whole bunch more leeway than you had when you were struggling to get, yeah, you know, to prove yourself. Yeah, at, you at, know, at this phase of the career, you, you got to right. prove yourself every night, every time. And so it's, um, and I find that I even fall back on my laurels on that kind of thing when I work a crowd that mm-hmm. is already, yeah, that I know that I, you know that they're there. They came to sh- they came you. to see me, yeah. and I can kind of you know like oh well, you know, yeah. and you can't do that. I mean, because right. yeah, there was years new. and years and years that I couldn't let up. You couldn't let up. You yeah. just couldn't, because women were judged so much more harshly. Mm. And if you didn't, if you didn't stick the landing every time, mm-hmm. then you weren't very funny. No, you know she's a woman. She's not very funny. Um. Well, as a man, that's this true as well. I have to tell you. If you didn't get out there and just knock it out of the park every night, you can't just have them kind of like you because there's too many other really, really amazing comics out there. They'll kind of like you, but they won't. It gets to right. where they won't rebook you then because it's like, yeah, right. yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, oh, look, Gabe Rutledge is available. You know, <laughs> So then you're up against these guys like Kermit Apito and you know, Dwight, yeah. people that just to smash yeah. the ball over the fences every time they get up there. And, <laughs> you know, you, as a guy, too, you have to know that, boy, I can't be average. I can't be well, a pretty as, good as comic. older people, too, as pe- as older comics. Oh, God, yeah, even that's so, yeah. The, that, even more so. Yeah, uh, that's why I put the line in there. I tell them how long I've been doing it. And usually I get applause and I go, you know, you think I'd be better, really, uh-huh. when you think about it. I mean, in all reality, you think I'd be yeah. better, you know, but I'm just, not, you know, it's just this is what it is. Yeah. Um, speaking of our dear friend. Yes, Dwight Slade. Uh, stop me if I've heard not heard heard this. I heard not. Heard nani nani. Um, <laughs> our very first guest on our first podcast, and um, a dear friend who started out with us. He started out prior to us though with Hicks in uh, Houston, and um, he's uh, with Bill Hicks. Yeah. I mean, he was a baby. He was like seventeen. Yeah, they were in their teens. Yeah. And they were a comedy duo. Yeah, they did a duo. Yeah. Right. Yeah, people, some and people know that about him, but not everybody knows that. He narrated Hicks's documentary. And I'm going to say a lot of <clears throat> the newer comedians might not know who Bill Hicks is even. 
even though he was like a phenomenon at that when he came through the scene. Uh, yeah, he's he's a cult enough that I think he might have hit the radar. But yeah, you're right. Uh -huh. Maybe not. I don't hard know. Hard to know. Hard to know. But yeah, it's <clears throat> that's his pedigree. And, uh, and, and I worked yeah. with Hicks. I worked with Hicks before. But um, yeah, the thing about um, Dwight turned. I mean, he was just a kid when. I mean, he is literally Dwight is ten, ten years, five months. I am ten years five months and three days older than Dwight. Okay. He, he turned 60 this right. year for the, and we were just like, it was for like, the first time <laughs> for the first time. Yep. And anyway, and you know, it's, I, uh, yeah, he was so funny. The piece that he wrote about it, I, I'd like to read oh it, but I'd rather God. have him read it. You know, um, it's such a funny kind of a Dave Barry, like you said, type uh, piece that he wrote about turning 60 and how, you know, you go to the, the birthday parties, like at 50, everybody's got these jokes, or Lord, Lordy, 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 who, look who's 40. At 60, there's no jokes anymore. <laughs> it's just... Nifty, <laughs> nifty. Oh, Dwight is 60. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, I know. It, it, and the title of it was 60, turning 60 is stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so perfect. Funny. And he just nailed it. All the things you think about it. Turning 60, he, it's, it's, it's not the happiest birthday ever. I know. You just kind of go, woohoo. Well, here it is. Wait, this is what old people are. But, you know. But, you know what? He's not. But it's, you know, but he has had a hell of a year. He's had a yeah. hard year. I mean, yeah. but he has not had a hard year. He has, he is, you know. Nothing stops the funny in Dwight. No, I'm telling you, man. nothing, okay. nothing. He's so deeply and I, funny and he. He, he knows his mind just works that way and it always will, I'm sure. Right. And he's, you know, he's going to turn it the way he wants it. And yeah. he's, he's living a good life and yeah. uh, we wish him absolutely the happiest year. Um, and they, 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 I, I called him cause the, uh, I saw his wife, lo the lovely Whitney, uh, Whitney's uh, Slade posted um, pictures from Hawaii yeah. And uh, that she had, they had, she'd gone on a business trip with uh, chambers of commerce from Idaho and stuff mm. like that. Cause she's an event. She works anyway. She's uh, and so I, I, they were at the Royal Hawaiian, which is my, you know, favorite place. And she, uh, and I thought, I didn't see Dwight in the picture. I thought, I wonder if he went. So I called him <laughs> uh -huh. and he, they had just gotten home. Oh, okay. he's got, they just gotten back and he was at, he had just finished up at the gym and I had a night, I had a great talk with chat with him and he was, um, he sounds great. He sounds, yeah. he's doing great. And he's, uh, yeah, I should check in with him. I'd like to find out how he's doing. I should check in. Yeah, you are so good about checking in with friends and, and checking in on them and seeing how they're doing. You're, you're just really good at that. I no. don't, I don't think to, I, you know, I, I wonder how they're doing, but then I never take action, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, I, uh, you have somebody to talk to at the house. Well, <laughs> like, I live alone. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> Not anyway. always. Let me tell you, we just had a week. We had one of those uh, married couple weeks where, um, oh. you know, I had this work done in the basement and it was going to cost, the estimate was between nine dollars and $12,000. And we were bracing ourselves <laughs> and we're like, well, it has to be done. We got to prop the house up. It's sinking. So we bought, bit the bullet and had them come in. I hired, I, we, we needed somebody now. And I have a contractor friend, so you know all this. But yeah, yeah, this is the backstory for people that don't know. Uh, so I brought him in. He uh, gave an estimate, nine to twelve 
thousand to put in a post and a, a beam and reinforce the cracked beam that had already started cracking and the beam that they cut to put in a heating vent. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyhow, um, the night before they finished, we went over to some friend's house and I brought this matter up just as a matter of interest, you know, something to talk about. And he goes, oh, yeah, we had that done uh, five years ago. It cost us $3,000. So let me tell you, uh, this week, uh, not a happy wife, not a happy life. Oh, (laughs) my God. She was livid, you know, that I I had just called my buddy. And it's like he was just trying to do what we asked him to do, which is to move fast, do something. And he was working with the best of his knowledge. And I I know that he doesn't know this other company that they hired. You know, how would he? And, uh, you know, he did a good faith estimate and did the best job he could do with the costs of materials and everything now. And uh, But, yeah, it's uh, it was uh, pretty, pretty tense for a while. And there. we, I know, but, and we talked about this yeah. five, five years ago. Yeah. $3,000 five years ago. Of the materials alone. Big difference. Big difference now. Big difference, yeah. It's a big difference now. We're actually going to hire this company to come in, not hire them. We're going to ask them to come in and make a bid on the other work. There's other beams that we need down there, apparently. Right, yeah. They they found out when they were there. So we're going to find out what they would estimate uh, estimate, uh, a beam down at the other end of the building. How much would that cost then? Uh, Just to get an idea of what it actually would have cost. You know, and then I don't know if we're going to do the work right away or not, but. Well, the thing we about it know. is, is that, you know, I think uh, fear is a huge motivator. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, the fact right. that you, you're, yeah, that was, that was dangerous. Yeah. Not having that, you know, and then finding out that they had cut into that beam. Anyway, they, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I think a lot of homeowners, we all make. Well, the house wasn't going to collapse, but it was sinking and it was sagging and it was affecting the walls. There was getting cracks in the walls and it would have continued to happen. More and more, more and, more, and more, more, yeah. And one good little earthquake, you know. I, and we already got like rats in between the, the two floors in the subfloor from upstairs and downstairs. They oh, get geez. in there to where you can't set a trap. And I swear to God, one rat sounds like a chimpanzee with hammers in both hands. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing in there, but they sound like a massive <laughs> creature in there. Like yeah. that can't just be a rat, you know. Surely, surely there's a monkey yeah. of some sort in there. Just it probably, yeah, it. something. It's yeah. It's well, it's not. It's a rat. You but, can't get yeah. at them. So yeah, I mean, owning the house, you know, anybody. I feel very lucky that we do. That's one thing, but still, it's it's always full of headaches and it's full of worries. Like you said, there's, and uh, you yeah, know, and now we all have to worry about getting enough work and being able to go back to work. Right. Because we're never going to see another dime from unemployment at this point. No. If and they don't want to yeah, give I, free vaccines to other countries, they're not going to allow any more unemployment to happen. No, unless we, ha- we have to go into a shutdown again. You I think mean, we will, though, ever go into I a don't shutdown know. again? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, they won't in Texas. They won't in Florida. You know they won't. So, you know, well, I think those kind of, I think those states should be sanctioned anyway. There needs to be a sanction, especially against Florida. Fuck Florida. Yeah, no, no. Florida needs sanctions. They need to get their federal funds just Yeah. They need to not uh they need their nope, you don't get any federal funds anymore. You you guys are assholes. Yeah. Yeah, what is so many You're violating people's civil rights? Yeah. No. Yeah, right. You don't get any federal funds. 
it's weird that they've turned their attention away from taking care of the people that need help and turned it towards persecuting people of color and gays and ethnicities and yeah and just yeah everything community yeah and women yeah and women yeah yeah reproduction rights and all of it oh my god you know, they're going after anything that they can to stir up their base and never mind how much harm they're doing never mind how much good they could be doing it's just all this this game of power and um, they just uh, can't change the game plan they don't know yeah. how to change the game plan no they got no plan they've got no, no plan other than just say no to democrats <clears throat> that's their whole platform at this stage that's their entire platform. Just say yeah. no to Democrats, make them look bad, and then gain more power. Yeah. And then when they get in power, let's change the rules some more so that we can stay in. Let's re- restructure the districts. Let's uh, let's gerrymander. Let's do everything we can do yeah. to keep the power and change the rules so that you know I dated a that. guy named Gerrymander. Gerrymander, yeah. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was uh, I remember him. He had a hard time with boundaries. <laughs> You know what that name comes from, right? That was very funny. Yeah, hard, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was, uh, I was, he didn't listen. Oh, that was a good joke. <laughs> it was a good joke. <laughs> sorry. I was hey, listen, for my fuzzy brain, that was pretty good. For, yeah, That's pretty no good. kidding. Anyway, yeah, write so. Write that down, um, by the way. Write that down. That's keepable. I have, uh, I got, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really not, I don't know what, I, I, I'm, uh. I was going to ask you questions, and now I can't remember what they were. So. There was questions. There were questions. There was questions. You know, I always have questions. Yeah. I um, I got nothing to say anymore. This is why we're feeling like we need to maybe take a little break from what we're doing here and rethink uh, soon. I got nothing left to say, man. All I'm doing is watching TV. I get, I'm not learning anything. I mean, I watch the news. That pisses me off. And I watch old... Catherine likes to watch the was, old Victorian dramas and, and the old movies. You know what I've learned from watching the movies? Mm-hmm. If you cough into a napkin and there's blood on the napkin, you're not going to make it to the credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Hey, it's, it is tax day, though. Did you guys get your taxes in? I got my extension in. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I am proud of you. Good for you. I got my extension in too, yeah. except for I, I, you know, I'm paying, I paid for somebody for, to do my taxes. So, oh. uh, which I haven't paid them yet, but they, they, um, they sent me all the stuff and I have to pay, I had to pay some money this year. Yeah. And, so. um, but that's okay. It was, it wasn't a great deal. It was, it was, yeah. you know, I'm fine. But, um, this morning in my fuzzy COVID brain, um, because I, I wrote the check to the to the feds last week and diligently took it over the same day Tuesday. Yeah. I had a lot I got a lot done on Tuesday. I got my yeah. shots, I got my tires, That's I got cool. my taxes done last Tuesday and I took it in and I put it in the mailbox and I sent it off. And this morning I'm looking at the my paperwork and I went, I'm glad I got all my tax money in and stuff and then I looked at it and I go I owe a hundred dollars to the state of Oregon. What? Oh. And yeah, it was for the TriMet tax. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. The hundred dollar TriMet mm-hmm. tax. And then the city arts tax. <laughs> Have you got that one yet? I paid that one. I paid that one. On, I already paid that one online. Yeah. And um. Yeah. I, I was like, too. "What the hell?" You know. And then I, so I had to get dressed, 
write the check, take the thing, and I went to the post office, and hopefully it will be posted postmarked today. I hope so. I hope it is. But yeah, well, it will be knows? if you got it in on time. Yeah, if you got it in today, that'll be. Hopefully it will be. But <clears throat> anyway, so I thought, God, I'm glad I looked, you know, yeah, because right. I don't want to pay extra. Yeah, right. But okay. I did pay my arts tax. I paid it. I paid the the TriMet tax, and I paid the four hundred dollars I owed in income tax. I don't think we should have to pay an arts tax if we're artists. That's what I think. <laughs> we should get some of that money. <laughs> What's that well, money going for? You know, I think I got some of that money because we don't year. work at the Schnitzer or uh, the Portland uh, Art Museum. Right, and I'm not. Yeah, putting. Yeah, I yeah I. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm glad. I don't mind paying the $35. I screwed up last year and ended up paying 50 so there you go. There you go. Oh, I thought I it gave, was like I, 250 bucks for the arts tax, something like that. No, it's... it's That's the city it's business. 35 35 Oh, oh, okay. Uh, it's hard to keep track of all those little piddly taxes that they add on after income tax. Right. So, yeah, and then... Yeah. Um, so I got that. So I hope everybody got their taxes done and their stuff in and their extensions filed and... Uh, my uh this is the s first year that my my accountants haven't been able to get my taxes and i turned my taxes in early this year i mean early for me first of march yeah, so wow that's amazing but that's really amazing. It, but the tax laws changed so drastically this year so, uh, so i think they just and they lost you know they lost accountants and stuff like that so it's just you know well, so I'm bracing season. myself. I got to start doing them here soon. I just didn't want to do it under a lot of pressure, and uh, I got to. Evidently, I heard this on TikTok because you know I'm on the TikTok. Uh -huh. That's I like where I get most of my. I get my information on TikTok, yeah. and uh, uh, but uh, there was this gal who's a supposedly you know an expert who said you know file your taxes if you filed your taxes with uh, TurboTax or H&R Block. Uh, you have signed away a lot more data than you think. I just Personal assume data. I'm giving away data. <laughs> I don't know. How could my data have changed? I haven't, you know. You know, Stephen, or Stephen Colbert, uh, John Oliver did a show last week all about how private our information is. And the whole episode, I'm like, well, duh. <clears throat> I mean, I, I just assume it's all out there for anyone to see. They're going to use it against us or... Or not, <laughs> you know. I know. I just, well, of course they know. All they got to do is go shopping and they know what you buy, what you prefer. All you do, you right. click on something. You mentioned vacuum cleaners in your house. Next thing you know, you get a bunch of ads I for vacuum I know, I did that the other day. I'm telling you. I'm telling I was, you, they, they I was the talking on the need. phone. Yeah. I was talking on my phone, my iPhone. Right. And the next thing I see, I pull up my Facebook account. Right. There's an ad for the product I was think I was talking about. Right. I went. Yep. Man. It's it's spooky. It's downright spooky is what it is. And and part of it is I don't know if the Siri is uh, picking up key phrases and words. Oh sure Siri. Siri's listen Siri's up Siri, you're a bitch. You listen Siri, to all the time everything I say. That's what Siri hears more than anybody on the planet. <laughs> that's the number one phrase Siri hears <laughs> is, is fuck you, Siri. That's <laughs> because and Alexa, I won't have one of those in my house. Oh, you couldn't pay me. No kidding. Uh -uh, I, no. I'll walk over and turn I mean, the light Siri's on. bad enough. Yeah. But to voluntarily have Alexa in the house. Yeah. Going. No kidding. Oh, 
Oh, now they're talking about this. Oh, Alexa, about this. should I put in cameras all around every room, including my bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> and give you access? Yes or no? Sure. I know. It would be a great idea, and we can give you a good deal. On, yeah, I know. So, yeah, I uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they do every. They have something that will do everything for you now. You know. I. You know. It's scary. I. Uh, I'll walk across the room and turn the light off using the light switch. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's uh, what a switch is for. One thing I won't do is walk over to Catherine's chair to get the remote control. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, you've learned your like lesson. on TV, I'll just put up with it until she's there to reach over and hand me the remote. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yep. Yeah, I can imagine. I, you know, that's the joy of living alone. I can choose what I want to watch. Yeah, boy. Anyway, I haven't, um, I know it's been so, I, I'm so mad. I mean, I hate being sick, but boy, today is rainy and cold and I don't care. Yeah. Today. Well, I hate that you're sick and I hope you feel better soon and that uh, you're able to, are you doing uh, anything, uh, taking anything for it other than just, uh, I'm trying not to tea? take too many cold drugs because I'm fuzzy enough as it is. No, oh, And right. also the, the cold drugs kind of upset my stomach, but I do take, you know, but I just like after we hang up here, yeah, I'm gonna take a nap because I'm already I'm sleepy. I well, slept yeah. a long time, but I already, I'm already sleepy. So yeah, well, uh, maybe we should keep this one short. Like I say, I ran out of things to say after. Welcome to stop me if I've heard this. <laughs> right, I know, I I know, I uh, we we're having a hard time deciding when we're gonna end this, but it's yeah. hard because I love spending time with my buddy. I know. It's on Monday, so maybe we should just to. have a, a breakfast anyway on a Mondays and just yeah. plan on that, just, getting together. Yeah. But um, we just feel yeah. like it needs refreshing, and yeah. we're gonna have to. We're gonna have. If you got any ideas, that's great. We we're thinking about doing some some reviews of some coffee shops or some things that we like to do, or yep. um, talking to some some elderly people that you know. I think, you know, Art and I are both, uh, we like stories. We like funny stories and people always want to tell us funny stories. So yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll find a, we'll find a, a we'll find a theme and, and, uh, regroup cause we've got the equipment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's and, the first um, thing you need. But I, I think we're going to probably, I don't want to zoom to be our last one, but maybe, you know, no, nah, I don't either. Because Zoom is so... You know, Zoom. it's so impersonal and the sound... So hopefully, Zoom. the sound's been all right this time, I hope. Yeah, we haven't had a glitch on the computer, on the uh, Wi-Fi so far. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> there's uh, There was some ridiculousness this weekend. I just wanted to say that... Um, uh, did, you see, did you see where they tried to burn down the Portland Public... The Portland Police Bureau? Oh, I didn't see that, no. Uh, you know, again, one more time, the protesters is like, okay, look, you know, they were protesting the Michigan cop that shot the black kid, right. the unarmed black kid. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't the police, Portland Police Department that did that. And, you know, all that does is gives Fox News something to talk about every time they do that. It's just, you know, stop. You're just, just giving them stop. ammunition. Aim it where it needs to go. Stop 
Yeah. If it's, you know, make your make your point with the Portland Police Department. Yes, Portland Police Department has got a lot of work to do. Yeah, they've got some problems. A lot of problems. Right. But this whole city has a lot of problems. Yeah. And our mayor needs to stop. He Damn. needs to get he, they the, the city council is just ineffective. Yeah, the and, system of government we have here it's, uh, it's, it has to change and do the same way they do in all the other major cities across the country. It, it doesn't work. It's, well, they, they need to change it up. It needs to be a bigger city council. There needs to be more. Well, they have one person in charge of the fire department and the library, and then somebody else <laughs> is in charge of, like, parks and pest control and just random stuff that's unrelated, and they're not all connected. Yeah, and it's it should be just focused like on other cities do. We need homeless, we need housing, yeah. we need the homeless taken care of, the housing taken care of, we need the police department monitored, yeah. upgraded. They now have that first responders uh, or the uh, uh, the mental health, um, there's a name for it, but it, I can't remember it, but I, it's the, and they finally passed that. Eugene's been using it for years, mm-hmm. where if it's a, vi- if it's a, a domestic violence or if there's a dispute they send people who have mental health training mm-hmm. out to mitigate as opposed to arrest and mm-hmm. it's been so effective in portland they've been dragging their feet for years on it All right yeah it's like no Simple and find name. the money for it this is ridiculous yeah Anyway, so yeah, there's my rant for today. That's all right. That's but, good. Um, yeah, it's... So it's, but stop burning down, try, stop trying to burn down the damn Portland Police Bureau. I mean, yeah, I don't think they're doing it because it's going to change anything so much as it's just, I think they like feeling like they're being revolutionaries. You know, you, all you're, do, you're burning a mattress, you're not changing the world. I know. You're just, you're just making well, it bad for the people that have a business downtown. Yeah. It's, it's yes, there's problems, but yeah, there's time and a place and a, a better, a better solution. There's just, yeah. anyway. So yeah. that's my rant. And, um, fair enough. Are we good? <laughs> I think I'm we're fading. okay. I think, yeah, I think we should let it, let's I'm call fading. it right there. Or unless we should just watch what the actual decline, the mental decline is like. We could that would be. I think, I think we could do that. We could just watch me. <laughs> I'll start doing all. puzzles and just see if you can right solve out. them. <laughs> I know. I've been drinking coffee too, but I'm just not ready for a nap. Well, well. Anyway, hopefully, feel better soon. Really, please feel better soon. I want to. Yeah. So well, okay. you uh, and thanks for doing my gig for me. Um, oh yeah, next sure. Saturday, and I actually have a, a gal who filled in to that for night. Uh, Diana Potter filled in for my Monday night gig. Oh, good. So that was yeah. Okay, so that's great. Good. Oh, that's good. Everybody's working. That's good. Yeah, so. you'll be back working again. You'll, it's SDK to gig. He'll get to you the next month probably. Uh, I'll Anyhow. get something anyway. Okay, I'll let you right. uh, let you take I a nap will. now. Okay, I'm gonna take a nap now. <laughs> Nighty night. Nighty night. <laughs> See you guys. Uh, We'll, we'll talk to you next time because I think there'll be at least one more next time. One more. All right. <laughs> okay, bye.